88.1 WKNC. This is your girl, Mira M. And of course, this is my show, Saturday Night Soul and R&B, playing the best in R&B and soul music from the past 20 years. Now, what you just heard is Lisa Left A Lopez, my favorite rapper, female rapper of all time, featuring Missy Elliott from her new album entitled I Legacy. And I actually have on the phone with me right now, Raindrop Lopez, who is Lisa Left A Lopez's sister. Are you there, Arena? Yes, I'm here. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm in Atlanta working on some music. It's kind of hot out here, but... <laughs> yeah, it's hot up here, too, so I imagine it must be hot down there. Yeah, it is. Oof, I don't know how you do it, girl. I don't know how you do it. Well, my fans. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lisa, um, her birthday recently just passed on the 27th. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And how, since your sister has passed, do you celebrate her birthday? Well, you know, some years we, um, we do different things this year at um, our studio, which used to be her studio that she had in her house. We had a celebration there where we had a lot of artists come and perform. Um, Brandy and Shamari from the group Black, they came and they sung a song, Togisa, and some other artists that are also fans, you know, did some dedications and stuff like that. So every year it's pretty much different depending on, you know, what we feel up to doing. Okay, definitely understandable. Now, I have to ask you this question because a lot of people are wondering, and they see, you know, seeing Lisa's persona in public, how she was really crazy and eccentric. What was it like for you growing up with her as a sister? Well, it, it was just always something fun. You know, like she would plan plays, the plays, and um, teach us songs and steps and everything to do for our parents when they got home um, as little kids. Um, actually in church, in our churches, we were known as, quote, the Lopez kids. We would <laughs> get up in front of the church, sing songs, you know, do plays and stuff like that. And it was always something that Lisa taught us, you know, or showed us how to do. So performing has always been in you guys' blood. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I never took it seriously back then at all. It was just something fun to do. But um, I guess now, yeah, I would look back and say that. Well, it definitely seems as though, you know, Lisa, of course, grew up to be quite the entertainer. Yeah. And you are quite the entertainer as well. We're going to be talking a little bit about your music a little bit later on. But um, one question I wanted to ask you was, what would we be surprised to know about Left Eye that is not out there, that, that you think that people would like to know that's interesting? Um, let's see. Because she, she was, you know, she was really outgoing and really, you know, open and told a lot her, about yeah. herself. So is there anything that you think that we don't know about her that, you know, will we get a kick out of? Um, I would just say stuff like, you know, how she was when she wasn't in the spotlight, you know, or, you know, in the group TLC. Like, very, very kind-hearted person. I mean, literally, mm -hmm. she gave so many people, like, homes and, you know, paid everything just because she knew that they didn't have it. And um, I remember one time she went to this restaurant, you know, with people just to eat. And um, there was a waiter there. And, you know, you would think, you know, high-profile celebrities, you know, they would have, um, you know, certain people that they would want to date or whatever. Right. And, like, a couple of weeks later, <laughs> Lisa and the um, waiter guy, they dated <laughs> they did it for years. Not years, but they did it for a long time. It had to be, like, over a year. It's like she just didn't discriminate against anybody, and she never, you know, looked at herself as being, like, above, you know, anyone else. 
Yeah, she was definitely very giving. That's one of the yeah, that's one of the things that a lot of the fans love about her. She was so giving. Yeah. And even T Boz and Chili used to say how giving that she was. Now I know that um while Lisa was here, she didn't she adopt a little girl by the name of Snow? Yeah, she adopted her. It wasn't a um legal adoption because they never got that far, but um pretty much took her under her wing. She lived with Lisa for uh um some period of time and she was moving forward to actually legally adopt her, but that never took place. Mm, okay. Are you still in contact with Snow? Oh, yeah. Actually, I just talked to her yesterday, and her mom, she came to the, um, the celebration for this birthday. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Now, I know that, you know, you're, you're fairly young, and when TLC was out and in their prime, you were pretty young age, and so how did your peers react to you having left eye is your sister being you know in the biggest selling female group of all time did you like have a lot of people who would try to be your friend and, and act differently around you knowing that she was your sister um in school i really didn't tell too many people <laughs> but of course you no know, people end up finding out anyway right. but um i just remember um i think i was going to a new school or something like that and then some of those people knew before i came because someone knew me and knew them, and they, like, told the whole school that left eye sisters coming to the school. So from the beginning, it was like, okay, who is really my friend because they like me or just wants to be, you know, friends with left eye sisters. But um, eventually, it, you know, you weed out the people that are just around, you know, because you're related to someone famous and then the people that are really there for you. So it was just, um, it was just strange initially going in with everyone knowing, you know, because... You know, you walk in a room and they have, you know, preconceptions and all that. Stuff. Right. Did you have a lot of haters, you think? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, people just, you know, and I don't fault them. They like to be around, you know, celebrities, and, you yeah. know, celebrity family members and stuff like that. So I never got mad at that, you know, at mm -hmm. all. You know, I just you know, tried to weed through the ones that were just really there for me. Okay. Now... Do you think that there are any misconceptions about Lisa that are still out there or that you'd like to clear up about her? Or do you think that, you know, she's been portrayed too, true to self? Well, I think the greatest misconception would be um, that Lisa was crazy. She was far from crazy. I mean, crazy in the way that she would express herself and um, do things outside of the norm. I think that when people don't understand you, you know, and your thoughts are, you know, far-fetched, they call you crazy. Right. Because they can't understand it. You know what I mean? So, right. no, she was not crazy at all. But Lisa knew how to play on, you know, what the media portrayed her to be. You know, the media portrayed her to be that. So she, like, played off of it. It was like, okay, well, they're going to call me crazy. Let me just use it to my advantage, you know. So. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you a question, just kind of piggybacking off of what we were just talking about. I just thought of it right now. There was a, um, a time that she had gone quote-unquote missing mm -hmm. and a lot of people would you know thought that she was missing were you did you know about that or were you concerned as well everyone knew about it i mean and, and that's the thing the thing was like no one knew about it everyone that was close to her knew about it oh, i mean about it her mom brother her manager i mean it was everybody that mattered knew basically exactly and see the thing was she did it as it was supposed to be a game. Okay. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, her mind works in a way where sometimes other people, 
they don't understand what you're trying to do or they're not going to get it because they're not thinking like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of um, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, I have. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> he was going to, like, reward a fan that could actually track her down and find her. Wow. It was going to be a game. But it got mm. blown up so much from like, from, like, the first day, you know, when it was announced on the news that it just, you know, it got too serious too fast and it, she couldn't control it anymore. So I don't like you know. to play that game. Huh? I said I would have liked to have played in that game. Exactly, and you know, I just darn you media. If it was um, just planned out different um, from the beginning, you know, with a little more structure, it would have been off the chain because no, no one's ever done that before. Yeah, that's true. You to know, this day, have no fans track them down and take pictures, and you know, and then they win something, you know, something a day would lose or whatever. But that's what it was supposed to be. Mm, wow, interesting. I never knew that. It's very, yeah, very no one, most no one. That is one thing that most people do not know. She was not trying to, you know, act like she was missing. You know, not for real. It was supposed to be a game. Mm-hmm. Now, on the phone with Raindrop Lopez, Lisa Lefta Lopez's little sister, who has her own thing going on as well. She is like the first lady of hip rock, and we're definitely going to be talking about that in just a few minutes. But what I wanted to ask you about was when the last days of Left Eye came on. And you all had to make the decision as to whether or not, you know, you wanted to go ahead and go forward with that and use the footage that was taken in Honduras where she passed away. Was there ever a point in time where you were like, you know, we don't want to release it? Or did you always know that you were going to use that footage? Well, we always knew because that was Lisa's purpose for um, going to Honduras this particular time to document this. Like, that was her whole purpose was to do a documentary. So there was no question... um, as if we wanted to, whether we wanted to use the footage, it was mm-hmm. just a question on when it came time to use the accident footage. That was where we had to, you know, sit down and talk about it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was very, very hard to watch, and I'm sure it was so hard for you all to put together. And I definitely, your family has definitely been in my prayers, thoughts and prayers. Thank you. Now, a lot of fans feel like, and Tion and Chili had said this, Towards the later years of her life, Lisa got a little bit more serious, a little bit more spiritual and health conscious. And, you know, she had stopped drinking and she was really healthy. What made her go that route? Was there something that happened that made her just become more conscious all of a sudden? I think it was more just growing, you know, and wondering, okay, what else, you know, is there, you know, to life? And, you know, finding, you know, to do things and just, wanting to be a better person. So I think that was her main thing, just, you know, finding out what else was out there, you know, that would help her in her um, goal to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And what do you think it was about Honduras that, that drew Lisa to it so much? And you all went out there a number of times. Organic, I mean, very undeveloped, you know, as far as, you know, stuff that pollutes the air, buildings and stuff like that. Very undeveloped country, a lot of land, you know, and, um, very peaceful down there, you know, no one really was at all, you know, while she was going down there. So it was, you know, a retreat to get away, you know, from, you know, left eye and PSG down there to Lisa, you know, and everyone treated her, you know, like the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just some way for her to get away. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, friends while she was out there also. Mm-hmm. 
Now, do you still visit Honduras? Um, the last time I visited Well, that is actually a perfect segue because I wanted to ask you about the Lisa Lopez Foundation. Now, to someone who does not know exactly what it is, can you just explain to us a little bit more about the Lisa Lopez Foundation? Yeah, the Lisa Lopez Foundation, it, was, it started off because we had I'm sure Lisa would definitely have been proud of what you all are doing at this time. Now, if people want to get involved and volunteer and, and donate to this cause, this wonderful cause, is there a website that they can go to? Yes, it is. They can go to lisalopezfoundation.org. And they just have to remember to spell Lopez with an S. <laughs> yes, Lopez is spelled with an S. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about you, Okay. Now, you have a new, different type of sound and a new, different style to you. And it's, more, it's like a, a hip-rock type of sound. Now, have you always wanted to be a recording artist and a performer? Or is this something that, you know, you more no, wanted to get into later? It's, just, it's really interesting because, no, I never, growing up, I never wanted to do music. I never thought I could do music mm -hmm. because I just wasn't the hip type of person. Me and Lisa were actually very opposite personalities <laughs> growing up where I was introverted. She was an extrovert. Um, you know, like, I would just be like a tag-along. When she would go somewhere, it would be just her little sister tagging along. Mm -hmm. But um, it seems like, I guess, a few years, not even a few years, um, maybe a couple months before we actually made the trip to Honduras this last time, um, I got in the studio with one of my friends just really playing around you know, doing some music, and it's like everyone liked it. And I was like, I didn't even really like it that much, but it <laughs> just seemed like it grew on me. And then, you know, every time I heard it, I was like, wow, this is really, you know, I just started liking it. And then, you know, started recording more stuff, and um, Lisa heard my music one time. It was actually on the way to Honduras. She heard it. <laughs> and um, she was like, oh, you know, she was so shocked because it just wasn't me, my personality. Right. And she was like, wow, you know, try to write some stuff, you know, while we're in Honduras. And, you know, she gave me a um, track and stuff because she had a um, producer down there also. Mm -hmm. And um, it was so weird. I could not write at all. I mean, literally not one word when I was there. I listened to the track like every day and I couldn't write anything. And Was it a track that we know of? No, no, it, it was just a, a track that one of the girls that was down there um, produced while she was down there in the studio. And, um... I was just like, well, I don't really understand this writing thing, so I never wrote anything while I was down there. The stuff she had listened to was stuff other people wrote. 
for me. Mm. And so, um, you know, after everything happened and then, you know, I came back, I really didn't know if I was going to still pursue the music because she wanted to do a lot of stuff together, um, kind of like an alter ego thing, like, you know, because she's in pop and um, R&B and I was in the rock. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I still even want to do the music anymore. So like a year went by and I just started writing. Like it just literally, it just came. out of you. And um, now I can't even imagine doing anything else. It was like, this was what I was meant to do. I just didn't know it. You know, it just right. happened to be, um, everything happens for a reason and it happens mm-hmm. a certain time, you know, for that time. And I guess the time in Honduras, it wasn't meant for me to be able to write anything. And then after everything happened, it was like, that's, this is the time that, you know, it's meant for you to do the music. And right. that's how happened. So you didn't actually get to record a track with her while she was here? No, the first song I recorded, um, I included her vocals on, but no. Mm-mm. But I know there is a song on I Legacy that features both you and Lisa called Never Will I. Yes, Never Will I Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a song that she had done, and it was like my favorite song. And when we first um, agreed to do the album with the label, I told them, I want this song, I'm going to take it and, you know, make it me and Lisa's song, I'm going to rock it out and all that stuff, and so that's what I did with that song. That's actually one of my favorite songs on the Oh, on the wow. Album. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I rock out to that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to keep it a little light because my stuff is heavier, but I was like, you know, for her album, keep it a little light. Right. It was a, it, I think it was a perfect blend. Thank it you. wasn't too overbearing, and, you know, you definitely have your own style, and I actually like, you know, the way that you flow. Thank you. And see, I grew up listening to rock, and Lisa grew up listening to um, hip-hop. And, um, you know, people always ask me, well, you know, what makes you do rock music? And I'm like, that's what I, that's me. Like, that's what I listen to. You know, I wouldn't be true to myself trying to do, you know, just straight hip-hop when that's not what I grew up with. Like, that's just, it's not really, you know, in me to just do straight hip-hop. Right. Nothing wrong with expanding your horizons, you know, mm-hmm. thinking outside the box and... Short, you guys come from such a creative family, so that is not surprising at all. Lisa was so creative. Ridiculous. When can we expect an album from you? Well, I'm actually down here in Atlanta working on some new songs now, so I would say very soon, this year. Okay, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Now, are you going the independent route, or have you signed with the major label? As of well, right now we're looking independent, a couple of independent labels, so we're going back and forth with, I can't really name them, but... um. Okay. I, w- I would rather go independent, so we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you to get in some kind of bad deal. Yeah. Like TLC <laughs> did <laughs> back in the day. Stay away from LaFace at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> I will drag you away. <laughs> Learn from past mistakes. Yeah. Now, Carl, you know, one of the number one TLC fans of all time, I'm sure you know who he is. He wanted me to ask you about how was it performing on the Soul Train Awards? Oh Gosh, Back in the like day, I remember oh I was just like, is that a little left eye clone coming out there <laughs> with the long hair? They performed um, Kick Your Game. Wow. It was that, the remix. That was crazy because when Lisa asked me to perform, I looked at her like she was crazy. Like, <laughs> you want me to get up on stage with TLC and perform? And like, like, you, like I was telling you, I was never into music, you know? So I was like, you trust me to get up there and not ruin the show. Like... Right. You know, it it was kind of a foreshadowing of, you know, what I'm doing now, but I never thought I'd be doing it. So, you know, it was just interesting that she actually, you know, trusted me to do that. So, you know, when she asked me, I was like, of course. 
but I think she, you know, kind of believed in me more than I did because I was like, can I do this? But for some reason, it's like she knew I could. It was cute. <laughs> like after after you perform, were you like I have to do this again, or were you like Oh my God, I don't ever want to do that again? You know what? It was kind of in between. Like before I went on stage, I was so 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 nervous because every time I rehearsed, they're like You're not loud enough. You're not loud enough. I was like Oh my God. So right before we went out, I was really but it was like once I got on stage, I wasn't nervous at all. And then after it was over, it was like I didn't even remember. <laughs> like being on stage, it was like, you know, I did it and I was somewhere else. Like I was in the zone that, you know, I don't even remember how it felt. But when I see it, I'm like, that was, body that experience. Crazy. Yeah, sometimes when you do things that are crazy, you don't remember, and you look back just like, wow. Right. I'm like, it seemed me. like it went so quick when I was doing it. It seemed like it was like two seconds and I was done. But, you know, when I watched it, I'm like, that was, yeah, that was a good amount of time. Cool beans. Now, who, yeah, I know you said that you're into rock, but who specifically do you just, like, rock out to and that you love? Like, right who are some of your now, biggest influences? Right now? Mm-hmm. And in the past? In the past, um, like, Guns N' Roses is, like, my favorite band. I think mm. that's just probably my favorite band of all time, but that's what I pretty much listened to growing up. Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, that's Leopard Phil Collins, Tom Petty. Um, now, or maybe, like, um... Closer to the uh, 2000s, Alanis Morissette, uh, Lincoln Park, um, No Doubt, people like that. Uh, I'm not a big rockhead, but there are specific rock bands that I like. Like, I love Bon Jovi, mm -hmm. and I love Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Queen, oh. uh, Freddie Mercury, I love him. I'm just going to say it. I just love him. <laughs> it's like my favorite. It's okay. Is it okay? Can I confide in you? <laughs> Oh, boy. So now you're living in L.A., is that correct? Yes, I am living in L.A. I feel like I live in Atlanta and L.A. But how, how was that move? Because that's, that's like a pretty major move. Like you yeah, in it, Atlanta was, it was really time. crazy. Like, I just literally packed everything and just moved. I didn't even know where I was going to share anything until I got there. But um, sometimes you just have to do that because people kept saying, when are you moving to L.A.? When are you moving? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to save up money. And they're like, you know what, if you keep saying that, you're never gonna have. You're never right. gonna feel like you mm -hmm. have enough money. Just go. Right. Just do it. I just thought go. about that. And I was like, they're right. And like, I just, I just went. Lisa just picked up and went to Atlanta. I, with my suitcases, that's what it. <laughs> I just had clothes. Now, I want to ask you a personal question. This doesn't really have anything to do with your music, but Lisa. Uh huh. Okay. I am the maid of honor. Um, at my best friend Blair. I'm sure you remember Blair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her wedding. She's getting um, married in, like, two months. And I'm trying to, like, think of some fun bridal shower games. Do you have, it like, any fun bridal shower games for a wedding shower that you've been to that you know of? Fun bridal shower games. Um... Or, like, ideas for um, a bachelorette party that does not involve strippers. Carl actually gave me the idea for us to do, like, karaoke, uh -huh. which I think would be kind of fun. But I told him when I do karaoke, I strip down. Until I have nothing on at all. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, wow, I'm just trying to think of past baby showers that I've been to. Mm. Mm. Well, if you know, if you think of anything, let me know. Yeah, yeah. If I think of something, I'll, you know, I'll definitely let you. Definitely hit me up. Now, I know there are a lot of people right now 
who are like, where can I find out more about Raindrop? Where can I find out more about her music? Is she on Twitter? Is she on MySpace? Where can we find out more about Raindrop All Lopez? of the above. I think I'm only not on Facebook. I am on MySpace, and it's, you know, of course, MySpace, whatever, whatever. And it's Raindrop Lopez, R-E-I-G-N-D-R-O-P-L-O-P-E-S. And on Twitter also, it's Raindrop Lopez, no space, you know. So they can find me on Twitter, MySpace, and my website, which is raindropmusic.com. Now, me and Carl were talking a couple of days ago, you know, reminiscing about Lisa. Mm -hmm. And she was always advanced and, and forward thinking. And, you know, with this whole outbreak of the viral sensation and the viral campaigns, we're like, she would have been all over it. Oh, yeah. Like, she would have had a Twitter. She would have had everything. Oh, I would have had it before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would have been left eye, Twitter.com. It would have been like her. It would have been her invention. Like, she was just yeah, so I, I really could see that. I mean, she, to me, she was just so, you know, far beyond a lot of, you know, the technology and the way people think. And that's why a lot of people didn't understand that. She like, was so stuff would come up, you know, now. And we'd be like, that's what Lisa thought about, like, five years ago. You know, she thought about that idea. And, like, they're just, you know, getting onto it now. I'd be like, wow, she really was advanced. Yeah, she definitely was. And our legacy is in stores now, guys. If you have not picked up your copy you are definitely missing out yes, it is pick definitely it up. I co-produced three songs and I'm on two it is definitely an amazing amazing album now as far as the music industry is concerned right now and the state that it is in as far as you know things not selling the way that they used to mm -hmm. do you think that the internet has helped the music industry or do you think that it's you know it's it's not helped it at all i think it's helped the artists I don't think it's helped the label, you know, because now people can do what, you know, people can do almost everything now, and they don't need a label. Exactly. They can do everything so themselves. It's good for the artist. It's bad for the label, which no one cares about but the label. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. Now, being Left Eye's sister, what is the thing that you, that you miss most about her? You know, she's been gone for seven years now. She passed away, and what is the thing that you think you miss most about her? Well, out, out of my um, family members, um, she was the closest one to me, so, you know, just missing that person that you could just tell anything and everything to, and, you know, they would never judge you on it or anything like that. That, that would probably be the main thing. She was just, people don't understand how, how sweet she was and how, how much she kept in contact with the fans. Like, I remember for the block party video. Mm -hmm. She invited the fans to come out to the shoot and be in the video, and a lot of people that I know went and were in the video. Wow. And I'm still punching myself in the face to this day that I didn't go oh, wow. <laughs> to that. Yeah. See, you know, with everything I do, my music and everything, you know, I plan on including her in it because I want to continue her legacy. You know, there was a there were a lot of positive things that um, she embodied, and a lot of other um, artists don't. And that was one of the things where she really, really the fans and included them mm -hmm. in so much stuff you know even doing an album and putting their names you know you know on the album making t-shirts putting their screenings on the t-shirts you know stuff like that making the tour and, and naming it fan mail you know all of that was her idea and you know she would have included them more you know once she started you know working doing her on own solo project mm -hmm. you know so that's that's one of my things that you know i'm gonna make sure i do you know include the fans even you know in picking songs for my album mm-hmm and, and best believe, 
her fans support you as well. So we definitely are here for you. You know, we you need a street team. We got you. Just let us know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just let us know, and we will definitely be there for you. Now, do you still keep in contact with Tian and Chili at all? Uh, yeah, actually, spoke to them yesterday. I think we had a conference call with them. Um, we see uh, Tian more because she's basically family. My mom's married to her uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, Chili, you don't see as much, but, yeah, we're still in contact with both of them. How do you feel about them possibly recording another album? Of course, not replacing Lisa at all, um, but just with those two. How well, do that, you, it's how do funny you said that because that's what the conference call was about. You know, I can't speak on it, but that's what we were talking about. So mm, okay. we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, just know that um, I'm excited. Okay. If, if that is comes to fruition, that would be a wonderful, wonderful thing. And no one will ever forget Lisa. And when we buy the album, hopefully some of the proceeds... We'll go back to you all 